This is Genoa. This is Yusuf. And this is In Flight Entertainment. Yes. All right. So, new week, new review. And I told you guys last week we got to do a family film for you. And uh, this one is in a form of a Ryan Reynolds fantasy comedy action, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Uh, it, it's PG-13, so it is a family-friendly film uh, for Thanksgiving. And Free Guy is about a bank teller who discovers that he's actually an NPC inside a brutal open-world video game. Uh, it was directed, director was Sean Levy, uh, and the writers are Matt Lieberman and Zach Penn, which these are some of the folks that... that uh, have brought us, oh, you know, <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, Stranger Things. They're they're very much into the like throwback type of feel, and this movie sort of has a little bit of that to it. Yes. Most definitely. Now, um, so. The director, uh, Sean, or was it, no, it was, yeah, yeah, Sean Lee. So, uh, the movies he's done, that's kind of, that's what people, what people will recognize, uh, will be, uh, The Night at the Museums, all three of them, he directed all three. Uh, Date Night, uh, Real Steel, which I really liked. I was really surprised, like, how much that movie gave me the feels. Um, that he did a couple of episodes of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and now and yeah, he actually he also directed some episodes of uh, Stranger Things, like you said. And Free Guy is his new uh, project, and I have to say, now I'm looking through this IMDb. He uh, he announced a Starman movie. Yeah, which is that going to be like the re- a remake of the Jeff Bridges Starman? God, I hope not. That will be that. That's a terrible oh, wait, idea. No, it is. If you look at the description, it's the same. It's the same description as Jeff Bridges Starman. Oh, that's a terrible idea. That's terrible. Who the hell's gonna Who the hell's gonna top Jeff Bridges' performance? No one. Say. Oh my. Oh no! Don't do that, guys. Stop. Stop messing with John Carpenter's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, I digress. All right, so free guy. Uh, who's in this movie? <laughs> right. Well, this is an all-star cast. Uh, and there's a bunch of Easter eggs in the movie as well. We have Ryan Reynolds. Um, we have Jodie Comer. Uh, Joe Carey, who's from... Why um, am I having? Uh, was he? Yeah, was he? Was he in Stranger Things? Yeah, he's in Stranger Things. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, we just brought that up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we have uh, the director of some of the our other films that we've re- reviewed. Taiki, type Taika Waititi. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, 
And then some like fun cameos in the movie include Ryan Reynolds' wife, although I didn't pick her out, but apparently she's in there. Really? Um, we have Chris Evans. Uh, we have who are some of the other folks? Uh, well, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Magic Mike guy. What's his name? Damn it! Yeah, Magic Mike guy. We everyone knows who we're talking about. Uh, why am I blinking? Oh Lord! Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Hey. Uh, yeah. So him. <laughs> Uh, One second. I'm I'm googling it. Magic Mike. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Thank you. Your your Google is faster than my Google. Hey, how about forget Channing Tatum? Good lord. Uh, yeah. So he's in there, and uh, let's see who. Was there a couple of maybe. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, so here's the thing. So the people who've seen Free Guy, there's any cameos or Easter eggs that we did not mention, sound off in the comment section to let us know what we missed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, there were um, uh, I feel like those were the actor Easter eggs, but there are like movie and pop culture Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. It's, it's, yeah, there's a crap. And that's the thing. Okay, so the purpose of this movie is um, uh, Ryan Reynolds, he's a free guy. Now, in video games, on open world video games, uh, now when you play them, like, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto or some kind of online open world uh, MMO game, you have a city or you have you know, if it's, if it's a fantasy um, game, you have like villages and things like that. And in these villages, there's people in these villages that occupy, you know, in this big city, you have, you know, someone kind of walking down the street. So it feels like a lived in video game world. So if you go into like the video game coffee shop, you probably have video game, you know, people sitting around. They're not going to, they're not doing anything. They're just background. They just there to, seem like it's a lived-in world that you're playing, right? And Ryan Reynolds is one of these characters. So he's programmed to be the bank teller. He's just a bank teller. Every day, you know, he grabs coffee, you have the same clothes, goes to the bank, and his best friend is the security guard, um, played hilariously uh, by uh, Lil, Lil Ray Howard. Yeah, <laughs> he was in Get Out, and people that don't know about him, um, he was he was a friend. He was a TSA friend in Get Out. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of like the, that's the premise of the movie. But something happens where the the free guy, are the Ryan Reynolds character, the free guy, um, discovers that the the world he lives in is not really a real world. He's actually you know, a program in a overall video game. And that's where things start kind of shifting and changing and things of that nature. Yes. So this this movie is actually sort of um like the setting for the film. The the is is loosely based off of Grand Theft Auto Three and yeah. Grand Theft Auto Four, which mm. take place in Liberty City. Uh, which is inspired by New York. Um, <laughs> yeah. But 
Um, I feel like even though it's supposed to be inspired by New York City, um, a lot of the setting, I mean, there was definitely some settings that felt like New York, but some of it also felt like Boston to me and Seattle. So it kept throwing, it kept the setting kept confusing me because I was like, wait, no, I've seen that in New York, but wait, no, that looks like Boston slash Seattle. So <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the thing, right? The, uh, it was because it's kind of like a video game world. It's always a, like a mesh of familiar settings but it's fused with another environment or like they probably fuse aesthetics from, you know, Boston and Chicago architecture and kind of it's like, Oh yeah, it looks familiar, but it's not quite, this is not quite that. That's usually what like video game programmers would do. Um, but yeah. Okay. So the definition of these free guys, so it's called NPCs. NPC stands for non-playable characters. These are characters that you you cannot play. You can't have a bank. You can't play a bank teller, you know, and shoot up things. You know, they're clearly background, non-playable. Like they're the ones if you're running around and you carjacking someone, they are the ones you carjack. Yeah, you, you're the one that yank these NPCs out of the car and you get into their car and drive off. Uh, and the NPCs just get up and just keep walking, whatever. Um, so once, you know, once Brian Reynolds start seeing the mechanics of the world that he's in, he start challenging, you know, what NPCs can do and cannot do. Uh, right. And so while we have things happening in the, uh, free guy world, uh, we also have another, story happening in the real world. <laughs> and that is, we are following um, Jodie Comer's m- character, Millie, mm-hmm. who Free Guy meets in the game in, what's her name? In the Molotov? Yeah, Molotov. Yeah. Is, her, is her character name in the video game. But Millie turns out is a computer programmer and her and her partner created this game that they sold to Antoine. Um, and he took that structure of the game and reframed it, reskinned it mm. with this, uh, grand theft auto type of world. And so she's trying to get her code back because she's in the middle of a lawsuit saying that he stole the, co- he's basically stole the code, um, and didn't pay them for it. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, Millie's partner named keys played by Joe care Curry. Um, he still works at the company that pretty much ripped off their idea and made this Grand Theft Auto uh, open world online type thing. So she tried to communicate with Key that's inside the company and try to warn him that he that she's seeing in the game a NPC, a non-playable character, is actually doing playable character things. So at first... She's suspecting that someone hacked into the Ryan Reynolds character because he's acting like, you know, a playable character. He's like, you know, beating people up and, you know, <laughs> stopping bank robberies and things like that. But once you find out, like, no, this is actually an AI 
that's actually taking like taking matters in his own hands because he he's awakened to the fact that he can challenge the system, so to speak. Uh, and then that's when uh, Millie start, you know, thinking, oh, well, this is this is a perfect AI or or anomaly in this game that can help me, you know, get the code and, you know, kind of overthrow, you know, Taika Waititi's anti who owns the company. Uh, right, right, yes. And so she, and she, so she keeps playing the game because she feels that she can figure out um, how the code is being used in the game if she just goes into this secret area of the video game, she'll be able to see that because that's the way these things work in movies. Um, Which it was funny because that, like that entire thing reminded me of Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. And then I realized that the screenwriter for Ready Player One is the same screenwriter for Free Guy. (laughs) Kawinky Dink. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so many, especially, you know, when you start doing all the Easter eggs within this environment and all that stuff, it's like, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Not, not, Not to the grandiose scale, of a Ready Player One movie, but yeah, it's still, you know, those things that let you know, like, oh, if you, if you're a gamer, there's things in here that people that don't play will go to heads, but gamers would definitely point at it and kind of tip their hat, like, oh, okay, I, I, I see that reference. I see what you guys did. I, I see what he picked up and what game that's from. All right. I get, I give you that. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, similar to Ready Player One, you know, the characters have to go defeat the big, big baddie uh, corporate person. And they do that by getting to the end of a challenge, basically. But, you know, throughout the movie, some of the things that they reference in the film uh, or some like pop culture things that they reference in the in the film. The first one is Groundhog Day, um, because we see free guy waking up every morning with the same like hey, goldfish. Mm. Uh, um, and then we have some of the video games that they reference Fortnite. Mm. Uh, we spoke to Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Portal. Yeah. 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 And then, wait a minute, didn't like he have like the Mega Man kind of blaster gun at a certain point? He did. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pac-Man can be seen in Key's apartment. So although it's not part of the video game, it is sort of in the background. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, okay. The Star Wars lightsaber. Dude, how much did it cost to license that? That had to have been crazy. You know how much it cost them? Zero. You know why? Because it's a 20th Century Fox movie. You know who owns 20th Century Fox now? Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that's why it cost them nothing because it's a Disney movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny that Chrissy said the same thing. She's like, Man, they must have spent a lot of money on like Clarence Wrestling for that lightsaber. Like, 
No, it's a Disney movie, so no, it didn't cost him anything. <laughs> um, the Truman Show is sort of referenced because oh, yes. he goes to the bottom to the beach and like whatever. There's yeah. that scene. Oh yeah, I was definitely definitely caught that. Um, oh, and uh, we have to mention. Well, I, I would like to mention um, the comedic talents of uh, Channing Tatum. So Channing Tatum is, you know, this character uh, that a person plays. So a free guy and Molotov girl have to kind of extract information from this character. Uh, But in real life, this character, you know, who who plays this character in the game is just kind of this pimply, kind of nerdy, pasty, little teenage boy that lives with his parents, whatever, um, that's actually controlling the Chan and Tatum like video game person. Um, and so, throughout this interaction, the scene, it cuts back and forth to, you know, the nerdy dude that's, you know, controlling the Chan and Tatum video game character, and we cut back to Chan and Tatum, and kind of like him delivering kind of teenage like words and sentences and kind of yelling at his mom. <laughs> yeah, like like mom, don't touch that sock. You will not like it if you touch that sock. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I definitely got some chuckles out of that scene. I was like, yeah, he was definitely being a goofball, and it was owning it, and it was it was fun. Was a fun scene. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and then so Mariah Carey's music uh fantasy plays a, a big part in the film. Um apparently Ryan Reynolds called Mariah Carey up uh to ask permission to use her song. So it's nice to have friends in high places, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or he or he probably called and said, Hey. I know you usually charge this much for this song, but can you kind of shave maybe like 20, 30% off <laughs> to clear this song? You know, for me, for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure she still got some change, but yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, you walk away from that film with that song stuck in your head and it's played so often. Yeah. Like, even the end credits is like, all right, like, it's playing the end credits. Like, that's just like, um, with Ragnarok, with like immigration song, like, what was that like played like three times or two or three times? Yeah, like, like damn, it was what? <laughs> it's just the soundtrack alone, just for that song. Yeah, so at the end of the film, um, they save the AI world and the guy gets the girl. And we won't tell you what guy gets the girl, but I did not see it coming that this was a romantic comedy. Mm, yeah, very deceptive. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, all about Easter eggs, right? You know, there were kind of things strategically hidden, you know, that like when you add one and one, and our, one of our main characters added one and one, it, it made sense. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, right on. Yeah, like from the like from the movie trailers and from the poster, I really didn't think that this was going to be a romantic comedy, and it turns out it it is a. Uh, I mean, even IMDb lists it as an action adventure comedy, 
but it's a rom it's a rom com for the twenty <laughs> for the twenty twenties. It's a rom com. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, it's an action. It's action adventure romance. romance. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But then again, it's kind of like, but the romance is not where you think it would be, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, but you're right. But nevertheless, it is. But we. It's it's, it's, a, it's an action rom com. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. But you would think like, oh, it's an action rom com based off of this, but it's actually based off of that. Um, right. Yeah, which yeah, which is I thought was kind of clever. I'm like, okay, cool, because you know, if you have you have a big tentpole kind of big movie like this, you automatically know like kind of where you know where the chips are gonna settle in, or when it does falls, who's gonna who's gonna be with who, and you know, relationships and whatnots, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So our uh, ratings go to follows, but on couch. It's a good watch. You enjoy it with the family. I'll get some chuckles. Um, The second uh, rating is you know put your shoes on, kind of play going outside. You 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 might stay. You might leave. It's middle of the road. You might clean up. Might pop in and watch some scenes here and there, but you're not fully focused on the story or the movie. And the worst of offenses is I would rather go outside, you know, inhale all the nasty stuff outside without a mask before I stay in this house and watch this movie. What do you give it? I mean, so I, I think I was biased when I wa- went into the movie because uh, on Twitter, everyone was like, oh, my God, this is the best movie of the year. This is the you know, this is like this was it. This wins. Um, thank you so much for making this movie. Ryan Reynolds, blah, blah, like all that bullshit. So I oh, went wow. into this thinking that it was going to be an amazing movie. It's. I mean, yeah, sit on the sofa. It's entertaining. Um, You know, it has some fun action scenes. It has some some good comedy lines. For people that are, like, into video games and pop culture, lots of references in there. And we only, like, scratch the surface on that. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's sit on the sofa. It's fun. It's a good one for the entire family. Totally. Wow, I didn't even know it was such, like, a caravan of like this is the best thing ever like I don't know I, I didn't go down that rabbit hole <laughs> Twitter was oh, God, Twitter. all all over themselves about this yeah. uh, but I, I should have looked at the like it's only it, it only has 7 out of 10 stars on IMDB I would agree with that rating um, you know I don't know if it, it's something I I could probably watch it multiple times, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just because of the pop culture things. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's a sit down also. Um, yeah, you, you know, it was fun, you know. Yeah, it, it yeah, like I agree to 100%. Yeah, no, it wasn't like God, Ryan Reynolds, you delivered us like the best thing of the year. No, I'm definitely not going to go that far. Uh, but it was very entertaining. It was funny. It definitely, you know, you know, 
did a wink and a nod at a lot of like pop culture references, even the video game industry as a whole, just poking fun at kind of like the like how corporate you know game development is getting, you know, and um, it's kind of run like a like a cold, you know, distant, like uh, heartless machine. You know, we just need to like. You know, pound out games, just pound out upgrades, you know, like um, uh, downloadable content to charge people with, you know, so we can get more money. It's all about, you know, just getting money, getting money. It's not about, you know, the quality or just the sheer escapism of a game, you know. So I kind of like how I got to touch base on it. it. It touched a little bit on the industry, you know, and how it shifted or shifting or already shifted, whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, I gotta sit down. Yeah, I could watch again. I mean, I but you know, if I was if I was to choose between this and Ready Player One, I would watch Ready Player One before I watch this. But I mean, I would definitely you know, you know rewatch this if it's on because it was definitely a fun movie you know, to watch. <laughs> Plus, Ryan Reynolds like in all his crazy like on like uh what. Playing a straight man, humor, you know, he's always good at it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely, he, you know, he plays that character very well. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know, that, that that's his thing, and he does it really well. And, like, keep doing it, because you're so good at it. Uh, apparently, we love you, because you do that stuff. Uh, so keep it going. Now, so they have a uh, free guide now. It's I believe it's for rent, or maybe on Disney Plus at a certain point. I don't know. Uh, it's for rent, um, either from iTunes or or Amazon. Uh, one of those one of those things. <laughs> yeah. So something you can catch, like I said, you know, if it's something that you know you have the family around, and it's like, you know what, well, I don't want, I don't, we don't need to watch anything violent, but you know, just something you know everyone can kind of watch. Yeah, put this on, you know, everyone to like it. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, while we're, I I just want to throw out one suggestion that's not a movie that it's not a movie. It's it's a series, uh, but because everyone's been into was it Squid Game? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another Korean show on Netflix that I highly recommend, but it's not for the family because it is extremely violent. Uh, it's called No Name. Oh. And so that, that's, you know, once you put the kids to bed, <laughs> go check out No Name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and be prepared for some, you know, like some. Korean storytelling in the form of craziness and violence. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so. cool. So definitely, though, so, uh, free guy doing a day um, and maybe pop an edible and watch, you know, the Korean craziness. Yes. Put the kids to bed. So. Yeah, I can put the kids to bed. So don't be like, hey, 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 kids. There's a show that plays it's called No. Disclaimer: We said for adults, all right. Three guys for the family. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, 
Um, later this week, we'll do another movie that is uh, supposed to be all about indigenous culture. Um, and looking forward to that discussion. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we wish everyone safe physical distancing and uh, get your shots and keep wearing those masks. Yes. Mm-hmm.